Hi, welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. We are on season eight already up to episode 11. We will be talking Sealed by Sarah, Polyglide, DigiRap, Handout Gloves, and an update about Mark Cuban. Don't go away. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> We were doing all this stuff. We said this is how we'd show up if we were on camera. <laughs> if you were in a Shark Tank gang, this is what you'd Shark Tank like. gang. This would be our moves before That's we go good. out. Shark gang. Shark gang. Nice. Yes, I like it. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on our Shark Tank after show. We are ready to have fun and discuss some really cool products. I am Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. And sitting directly to my left, as always is the impish I, I feel impish tonight uh, the impish Chris Howard you can reach me at Chris Howard live on Twitter and Instagram please do so also go to legendarylivingdaily.com right now and download we got lots of great motivational inspirational entrepreneurial tips on a daily basis legendarylivingdaily.com over here we've got Constance Dunn that's all I've got what <laughs> we know there's more than that oh uh, yeah Constance on Twitter Instagram all you have to do is put at Constance Dunn and you find you? Yes. Yes. There you go. And I like that you said go right now to Legendary Living. Maybe go after the show. No, go right now. You can open another tab. How hard is that? <laughs> Legendary Living Daily, by the way. Dot com. Get inspired <laughs> while you start learning That's right here. Right, right here on the show. <laughs> while you learn about Shark Tank. Shark Tank. And today on Shark Tank. Yes. <laughs> Shark Tank is in the house. Sealed by Sarah is in the house. Santa? She was asking. Yes. Sealed by Sarah? Holy shit. You always want letters from Sarah, too. Someone got the egg. I hope I didn't say that at the beginning. Mommy, yeah. mommy is Sarah real? <laughs> yes. If you did that, he died. Well, really, I feel like we'll just start that again. So first in the tank was sealed by Santa. Sarah Santa. came in. $150,000 for 20% was her ask. And basically, this is a concept where you can have Santa write your child a letter mm. or any child that you know, really. And um, it's personalized, completely personalized. It also has the um, stamp from the North Pole. And, and more than that. Yes, more than that. It's personalized. That's, <laughs> it's got that's reindeer food. Reindeer food. It's a whole little package. You can buy different levels of package, but that's mm. the gist of it. So what were your initial thoughts, Chris Howard? Chris, no, I actually really thought it was a great idea. Um, I, I could imagine people going online, finding this, uh, I, I, not a retail thing. I thought that was kind of yeah. lame. But, um, you know, doing it online, building that up, I think there's room for growth with this. I think it's neat. It's what cute. about you, Constance? Yeah, I think it's uh, it's great. And you know what's wonderful? There's not a lot of uh, inventory. There's not like you have to buy a bunch of raw materials and cook it and ship it. It's like really simple. It's like paper, pens, red seal wax. Reindeer don't eat much. Yeah, video messages. You know, it's very, it requires hands-on, but otherwise it's, yeah, nice. Yeah, nice, nice little business. scalable easily without a whole lot of cost, right? Exactly. Yeah. And one of the things that the shark said was that, of course, it's very seasonal with Santa. Mm -hmm. right. But then Sarah had sort of an interesting concept that she was going into Santa on vacation. So you could send something in the summer. And then she also talked about the Easter Bunny. Did one or both of those appeal to you or were they more of a turnoff? More of a turnoff for me in terms of diversification of focus. Biggest turnoff for me was that she started crying. Um, I, wow. Yeah, that was a big turnoff for me from a business perspective because you have to really question, do you want to get in business with somebody who's going to be so fragile? Mm 
Um, yeah. This is really interesting that you bring that up because at first it was a little bit of a turnoff. Then I thought the fragility might also be due to nerves because um, be television. Anything. But also the idea is that it was and then it didn't stop. And I, I have empathy because I've cried inappropriately, right. you know, yeah. um, every day. Joking. <laughs> no. But the thing is, is that um, it was really funny because you could consider it very sharp. Because do you remember mm -hmm. when Mr. Wonderful uh, offered her um, a deal for a third of the company? And she said, OK, I really want to see what other people are going to offer he couldn't do his thing she was in the middle of she's a crying woman in front of him right. he couldn't go oh no it's now or forget mm -hmm. it you notice that yeah, that was a, kind of opened him up a little bit but right that is interesting i don't think she did yeah. it by design but yeah. it had some uh really nice unintended I, consequences well i think her. it might have had some other uh, unintended consequences too like i think that some of the others might have gone out but not wanted to tell the real reason why. Because then you sound like an asshole. Yes, I know? think I agree that I think it could have gone either way. And we've talked about this before. I mean, mm -hmm. she's not the first person who has cried mm -hmm. in the tank. She might be the first one who's gone for an extended period right. that yes. I can remember. Right. But that's, that's where it gets to be weird is like when it's uncontrollable. You know, and it seemed a little uncontrolled. It took too long. Yeah. yeah. And I have a lot of sympathy for that. Right. And I understand the play of emotions. And yeah. in her case, too, she said that the day she got the call for Shark Tank was also the day her husband left. So it was one big up with one big down. So wow. this really had a big meaning. And it was for just a year well. ago. So mm -hmm. it's, but, it's but still, if you're a shark sitting there, you're thinking, mm -hmm. okay, is this going to happen every time I call you? Is this going to happen every time we, you know, it's like. Yeah. Just what a guy wants in his life. Yeah, exactly. That's what I need. Okay, let me give you money and let me spend more time with you. Um, yeah. Let me never call you again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, sorry, I'm out. Uh, you know what? Just not, not good business. Uh, what? It's okay. Seriously, I won't. I don't yeah. think reindeers eat that much. Uh, you got to be out. Like, for some reason, though, I have to say, it didn't turn me off the way it has in the past. And I don't know why. Maybe it felt so innocent to me hmm. and innocent in a different way that I, I don't know. I don't think I can explain it exactly. It it and it, it did make me uncomfortable. Don't get me wrong, but turn off in the same way. I don't think so. And I know, I think Barbara has, I can't remember the last person who cried, but I feel like Barbara was there and I remember her being part of that discussion. But so I think what you're saying is it had the level of vulnerability and re and realness to it and authenticity to it that it was like, okay, that doesn't totally turn me off. But they're all yeah. authentic. I don't think yeah. anyone I, we've seen cry in the tank has cried as part of a ploy. No, but, but the, it felt <laughs> I don't know why, but it felt different for me for some reason. And, but there's, and there's some legitimacy to it. With I mean, he did just leave a year ago. That it does have to be a challenging space. But uh, yeah, I hear what you're saying, and I still think it turned me off. Right, yeah. right. Which I I agree that there could have definitely been other sharks who felt like they didn't right. want to jump in with that as the reason right it's unpredictable it is and from yeah. a, a presentation standpoint what yeah. makes each of the pitches has an element of this is my story mm -hmm. and sometimes you see people present these stories mm -hmm. brilliantly yeah. it's usually pretty quick mm -hmm. pretty succinct yeah. authentic in and out when you start with the crying yes. and it doesn't stop mm -hmm. it's because because at the end of the day everybody's got a story right, right? right. Everybody's got a story. But, and uh, that's actually a really good point for you to take it from a presentation perspective. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even thinking of it from that perspective. Mm -hmm. But from a presentation perspective, what she did showed that she was out of control of it right. rather than, you know, and I did yeah. this and boy, and my husband left me and it was so sad. Right. And that's allowed me to channel all this energy right. into that. And that's why I'm here to be with you. You know, that's control. Absolutely. That's, yeah. Absolutely. My guess is, too, that it was this sudden, like, 
we're on television and that rush it of emotion. Her, yeah. Yeah. Right. And she's talking yeah. about her daughters. There's a lot yeah. of them. But but everybody, like I said, everybody has yeah. a story and you know, we've all I've, you know, done right. it, so it's not it's not any shame <laughs> to uh, to get right. emotional or you're a human being, but you know, just I think she could have gotten more people on board if it was a more powerful mm. presentation. Very yeah. interesting. Possibly. And so she did wind up with a deal with Lori and mm-hmm. um, I guess mostly just Skipping ahead to it, mm-hmm. the deal wound up a seventy-five thousand dollar loan mm-hmm. with a seventy-five thousand dollar investment to mm-hmm. equal the hundred and fifty yes. she had asked for, but um, it was a twenty-two point five percent equity stake. So mm-hmm. what had happened that uh, we did touch on briefly was that uh, Kevin and Robert both offered her the hundred and fifty thousand, but for a third of the company. And what really also set all of this off is that she said she needed more than that. Which also is a little odd because that doesn't have to do with the money. She said she needs a hundred thousand a year solid, and Robert offered right. her a salary essentially mm-hmm. too, which yeah. I thought was very generous and gracious. Right. I really liked Robert, and I was kind of shocked actually she didn't take him. Were you guys shocked? Um, not really. Not I mean because Lori seems I think Lori's the right partner for her, especially mm-hmm. with her. Uh, yes. Uh, you know the QVC. You know you go or home shopping. You go maybe it's a good product for there. It could be. No. It, it's possible. I mean people buy stuff. You know, there's housewives that buy this stuff mm-hmm. uh, on QVC, on home shopping. Right. So you got to think, is a housewife going to buy things for their kids or things like for mm-hmm. other, or for their grandkids or for the... Um, but you have to put in too much information. So that would mean if you're calling QVC to order the product, right. you, then you have to answer who's your child, what do they want, all these right. other sort your of Mad Libs type... Sure, sure. Uh, I mean, so you've it has you, to be an online... I think it's a great point. Yeah. I think that it's going to be better driven online, as uh, you yeah. know. But that's why I say, it could it be a great product for QVC? It might be. They could still go through a questionnaire, and mm-hmm. um, I think that online uh, delivery is going to be best. And I think uh, yeah. Lori's got her feelers in that space. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a good, a good product for her. And it's twenty two. Uh, 22%, yeah. which is what she wanted to give mm-hmm. away. Uh, the, you know, Lori's taken... Yeah, yeah t- but Lori's taken her lessons mm-hmm. from uh, Kevin, though, in terms of deal structure. Yes. Structuring it, that's smart on her part. Those are smart deal structures mm-hmm. that Kevin does because they get their money back. Yeah, but not so great for the entrepreneur exactly. who just lost 75000 in a loan. I'm, I don't know if that was... But, but I mean, but if you're an investor, they're coming to you. You're doing them a favor by mm-hmm. putting your money in. They're right. asking you, and you're saying these are my terms. Right. They're smart terms for the mm-hmm. investor to get a hundred percent of something, even if it's fifteen percent, for nothing is great. You know, uh, yeah. so that's the, the deal structures that Kevin does are pretty smart. Uh, if, you, but you don't want to rob your entrepreneur so you put him out of business. Right. Uh, but I don't think that's going to do right. that. Yeah. And so, um, unless you guys have anything else, are we ready for a tank tank away and then an in or out? Do you have any other final thoughts before that? Nice margins. It's ten ninety five for a letter. Yeah. It costs her a dollar ninety five to produce it. I bet a dollar twenty five to produce it was what I had. Did you either way, they're great either margins. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, though, you're right. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Okay. So our tank takeaway then. Who wants to do it? You up? I think you do the crying thing really well. <laughs> okay, well, just from a presentation perspective, mm-hmm. I think you have to go in and, uh, you know, you, you want to take charge of the emotional state in the mm-hmm. room, and you will need to be cognizant mm-hmm. of that. From a leadership perspective, I say leaders, uh, your job is state elicitation, to elicit a certain state of mind and emotion in your audience. When she goes unpredictable like that, it, what, what's she going to get? Sympathy or fear mm-hmm. rather than excitement about what it is that she's doing. So she's got to go in there with the intention of, I want these guys excited and ready to push the button. Mm-hmm. Here's what needs to happen in order to do it. And then reverse engineer the process. So be thinking in, in advance 
where do you want them and direct everything toward that. Uh, otherwise, it's just too unpredictable. I agree. I agree. Okay. So, in or out? I'll start on the end. In. Constance? Yeah. In? Yeah. I think I'm in, too. Yeah. I'm in, too. Ah! Is this the first time I feel like all season it's we're It's a all... Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> it must be that all three of us would be in. That's Maybe almost more of a miracle Santa. than the virgin birth. <laughs> almost. Almost. <laughs> but not quite. But not quite. <laughs> Sealed by Sarah. Sealed by Sarah. <laughs> Sealed by the Madonna. I got a letter from Sarah. Who? Zoe said, what? Okay. What I was going to say was totally inappropriate, so I can't do it. The don't thing. Uh, like, yeah. I was going to say, please do. Family oh, please show. do. Yeah, so, yeah, this is a fancy family show. It's not a family show. It's okay. 10 o'clock. Well, you figure out if okay. we're family anyway, or not, yeah. and if you're going to say it or not. Let's move on to Polyglide. <laughs> so Polyglide, Jim was asking for 150000 in exchange for mm. 20% of the company. This was, well, not that I'm adding my own adjectives, a pretty cool product. This yes. is essentially a skating rink that doesn't use ice. It's a proprietary product that he's infused with like some sort of... Um, Lubricant. Yes, thank proprietary you. Proprietary lubricant. Proprietary. <laughs> and so you can ice skate anywhere. I thought this was the coolest product I have Very to much, very much. I want to do it just to be in the business of proprietary lubricant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it's right up your alley, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, I think so. Proprietary. This was so neat. I would love, who yes. wouldn't love to have one of these in their backyard? Or, Apparently you know? not the entire Shark Tank yeah. panel. I know. They beat up on this cat. I didn't get it. It was like, what the hell did you guys just yeah. have for lunch? They beat the hell out of Jim. He didn't do anything wrong. But he wasn't I, really pushing it. He wasn't yeah. championing his own product. He was too... I don't even know if it was low energy because I feel yeah. like that's just how he was. But it wasn't... He wasn't selling it. So Yeah. It, it, it felt like a cool product, I feel like, because of the product. But right. not mm-hmm. through his assistance. Yeah. Gosh, he it, did nothing to assist the pitch. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, I'll take that. But he did say something at one point. He said something that was telling. He said something like, it's not my nature to be braggadocious. He doesn't say that exactly. But that's just sometimes people's nature. And when you are raised that way, it is very hard to get out of that. And I think that you should not be penalized. And, in fact, any smart investor should look beyond that. Just see that as a personal style. Jim's not going to be our spokesman on the street selling it. Is it a good product or not? Are there good margins or not? Is there good potential for growth or not? But because because he's, like, shy and kind of introverted, it's like, Jim, you're going to hell. Forget you. Get (laughs) Take your ice to hell with you. He's more of a mature picture. He's from another generation that wasn't all about like I'm the best. Oh my god, these thumbtacks. There's never been anything. I'm gonna colonize the moon. (laughs) They've got to invest. I don't know if they ice skate on the moon. (laughs) They could though. Ask your friends. Ask your friends. Yeah, with this Um, lubricant. With this lubricant. (laughs) With this proprietary lubricant. Mars lube. (laughs) No, but (laughs) but. You got it when you're investing. You're investing in the team as well. So it's the product and the team. And if you look at that team, he's not going to carry his own. It doesn't seem like he's going to be the one that's going to get it out there. One point three million dollars yeah. in three and a half years. Sold. But is that a lot? One point three in three and a half yeah. years. I wasn't. I was like maybe it's a lot when yeah. I hear over a million. But no, you see, so you're looking at like three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, which probably didn't come in in that way. But that's what mm-hmm. you're looking at, right. and it's like. Okay, it's a little business that he's got for him, but mm-hmm. if he's gonna, if he's going to really be mm-hmm. able, you're, you're expecting that you put what 150? Is that what he asked for? Yes, 100. You put, you put 150 thousand mm-hmm. dollars in, and then he's going to be able to utilize that money in a way that gets it out there more. But he's not a salesperson. He's, you know, his marketing skills oh so so. 
Um, the product looks cool, mm-hmm. but it's too expensive for your average person. And mm-hmm. I, I personally, I think beyond the sales mm-hmm. skills and all that, mm-hmm. it was really the fact that if you wanted to have a tennis court size, which is what mm-hmm. Mark had said, uh, size ice skating rink in your yard or in your garage, mm-hmm. it's going to cost you $15,000. But he did say most people aren't going for that large of a size. Even then, it was like $6,000. So then you got to think for your average family, who's going to buy this? I guess because... So I grew up in Alaska, and like everyone had ice... Like the the school had an ice skating rink. It was part of gym class, was ice skating. So I guess even though this is totally not accurate, what I picture is you can put this out and then go ice skating all the time, but this is for a different environment. I guess I'm picturing Alaska where everyone has an ice rink right. versus like this is not. No, but I mean, if you looked at like, if, let's well, let's say it was let, let's say for six grand you could Sorry. get your ice skating rink, right. and you think of all the people you know and the people mm-hmm. around here. Yeah. Which I mean, would everybody have one, or would it be just like one of those people that would buy it and <laughs> you'd go rink. over to their place? It'd be the coolest thing in the history of mankind. It'd be the cool family that had it, but yeah. it, that means you only sold one to that family of all those friends. Whereas, right. like, if it was toilet paper. Everybody needed it. And everyone has to have ice skates. So that's an issue, too. You invite your friends. You gotta have ice skates and you gotta have toilet paper. Yeah. No, I mean, my point is, see, you gotta, know, it's not something point. that everybody's going to buy. I agree, and yeah. like, right. I'm a horrible ice skater. Right. Really? So, yeah, oh, Especially terrible. when toilet paper's involved. Well, <laughs> the thing about Alaska was that one would think that you were would be pretty adequate. Yeah. I, was, I did not grow up there. Okay. I was there for a few years. Okay. And so I think because everyone else had grown up ice skating, they were really good. Wow. And I am terrible. <laughs> Even <laughs> if I go now, I fall down to the wall. And Do you still, sp- still speak Eskimo? I couldn't even speak English. <laughs> so, so I think it's a cool product, and I could see people using it. And I guess I picture like, oh, if you're I Olympic bound, then maybe you want to practice your figure skating at home, and that's when you would invest your six thousand. Right. right, right. You could be, you could have your short shorts on, and you could be ice skating. You do pirouettes <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> I, know, I think it would be fantastic to have one. I'd love to have awesome. one. I think it's yeah. a great product. But I can't see a bunch of people going out there and buying it no. and being mainstream enough to be able to. It, the price point's just too high. The barrier to entry is too. It's like a home theater. Yes. And it's you know? heavy. I thought the sharks made a good point. It takes yeah. up a lot of space and it's heavy. So you can't walk into Home Depot and buy it. And Home Depot doesn't want to store that much. Yeah. Presumably. Right. So, okay. It's so It's cost prohibitive. And then I think that you, you, you throw in the sales skills. Because they asked him. They said, what's the difference between you and six competitors? Right. And he's like, well, I think I'm pretty good. I'm in the top six. You know, I'm in the top six. That's not not the right answer. Right, they were asking some different metrics, too. So, do we have a tank takeaway? I want to buy it, but I'm I'm not in. Oh, so a takeaway? Do you want a takeaway? A takeaway. A takeaway. A takeaway is a presentation. (laughs) And if you are not a person who is a natural promoter, you know, i.e. Barnum and Bailey, you could um, have some coaching and also you could maybe bring somebody bring in with, with you, you just yeah. to kind of have yeah. more of a show and of course just go over things over and over and right. over again think of it like a uh, a rehearsal for the theater perhaps yes. <laughs> and you're right you, go, you, you got to elicit a state you have to do that right you, you have to know your strengths you can't be good yeah. at everything yeah. you right. know and exactly. there's no shame in being somebody who is modest and introverted i i don't like that yeah. people are kind of like not shamed for it that's such an overused word but the idea that you have to yeah. be everything you have to be like Tony Robbins on acid, and you have to be like, know yeah. your numbers. You can't, yeah. you know, not everybody. Is that is what's wrong with Tony Robbins? Not Robins. everybody is CHL here. Is <laughs> <laughs> Chris Howard live? 
scatting on stage all over yeah, the place. Yeah. So before we're in or out, I just to let everyone know, so he did not get a deal uh, on this. So Constance, are you in or out on Polyglide? Out, but I'm Team Jim. Team Jim. Yeah, Team Jim. He's oh, you're on his team. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, you should contact him. <laughs> okay, tell him Chris. you're a fireball. Um, and they're out. I'm. I'm. I want to buy one, but I'm out. Yeah. I think that's a good way of yeah. putting it. Me too. And I don't even skate, but I feel like it's so cool. So I want one, but I'm yeah. out. I agree I as well. Yeah. So before we move on to uh, the next product, mm-hmm. which is DigiRap, I just want to remind everyone, if you are watching us on YouTube, don't forget to hit that thumbs up button. Leave us a message in the comments. If you are listening to us on iTunes, you can rate us there. We love the five stars. You can leave a comment there um, as well. So thank you for watching and listening and joining us every week because we love it. Love so it. DigiRap, Charlie and Brad, another Hundred and fifty thousand for ten percent. So I felt like this episode we had a lot of reasonable numbers here, and this is just personalized gift bags and tissue paper, and they do have a patent pending on it. Um, And so, and I think that's the best description. (laughs) You can print what you want on it. Yeah, print what you want on the bag. Great, great uh, uh, small offset printers too, because usually this type of thing Mm -hmm. requires many a lot of volume, Mm -hmm. and this is really. Uh, neat because you can have as small as one. Yeah. Um, you can order just one-offs, which is something yeah. that's really, really rare. So this, they are completely set up to do that, and uh, you could. Um, their prices aren't that bad either. No, I didn't think so either. Mm-hmm. They said it was a dollar for the tissue paper. It cost them fifty cents. It's a dollar mm-hmm. to buy, and I thought I could see spending a dollar, or you know, you need a few sheets of tissue paper, like right. say two dollars, to have a really personalized custom thing. But I can't think of what I would put on my tissue paper. I'm dragging <laughs> my brain. If I were to give someone a gift, what would be so custom that I couldn't just buy? And, so and I think that's name. where I'm stuck. You could put their name. That's right. nice. So the like, bag and the tissue paper is ten bucks, which I kind of think is a good deal, and I would do that. I buy nothing, and I would actually buy this. Yes, me too. Yeah. I'm super cheap about this stuff, and I agree. But I don't know if I love their name on the tissue. See, paper. the issue I have is with it is or their face. Face. Oh, I bought. Do you know you can go on the M and M's website and customize put your face M&Ms? on M and M's? Yes. It is the coolest thing ever. That's that is kind of cool. Can, I think it's three different patterns. So you can do an image, you can do words, you can do anything. So would you go and, and buy that. customized M&Ms with your friend's face on it for Christmas or for a birthday? Yes, I did. Would you do that before you do these bags? Oh. Would that be more enticing to you, the M&Ms or the bags? Probably the M&Ms. Me too. Only because I like eating. Right, because the bag's empty. Yes, but it's so cool. It just depends on the person you're getting it for. Because I know so many people that just don't even eat candy or anything. Right, but it's the cool factor. I feel like. Yeah, but here's my problem: is when would you buy it? Every day. You'd buy these bags every day. (laughs) You would have to plan ahead, also. Yeah, there's a lot of planning. There's a lot of thought that goes into it. You'd have to be planning your Christmas out and stuff, and be very organized. It's like. Because when you what you're thinking of when you're in gift mode is gift. You're not thinking of bag. Um, so you're th- so you're going on and you're like, oh, I think I'm going to get them that. Okay. Um, you're not thinking of oh, I'm going to get them a bag with their face on it. Or so this, I have an issue with that. Or in this instance, you're so excited about it, you go and do, a, buy the bag and tissue and figure out fill it later. Because I have that. to say, now my mind is distracted and I'm like, I really want tissue paper with a face on and it. And it would be your go-to gift, wouldn't you? It like would if you really had an awesome. account, you'd always yeah. be getting that for like your mom or yeah. people in your life. I'd be doing it a lot. In fact, I, I might check them out. Did it in I advance? Know, really really? See, I think like if they had a booth it, that was inside a mall yes. at Christmas time. Where you gave oh, them the sure. thing wow. and you yes. got the, ba- I think that they would be selling more um, online. I don't see it, but then you're looking at, 
I mean, they could actually start these little franchise businesses that yeah. set up booths inside malls. Great. And I love that. They yeah. had a win yeah. anyway because, you know, what? they were on Shark Tank and millions of people yes. just find out about what they did, including us. So. Although I did know about the wrapping paper. I have seen that on mm-hmm. Zazzle before, and I've considered buying the customized wrapping paper. Okay. But the problem that I find with it yes. is that so you can size whatever you want to whatever size for the paper. Yeah. So, like, let's say you're putting a photograph. Yes, you could have a lot of little photos, but then you're going to need that photo. Like, that's your whole role. Like, do you have a photo that you want, let's say, you know, like four in a row of for your whole paper? Got it. You know what I mean? Right. It just it feels like a lot more to me on tissue paper right. than yes. just someone's face. Or, excuse me. But, someone's face on tissue paper seems like a, it fits better proportionally right. than mm-hmm. wrapping paper. So like I said, I've seen it, but I have not purchased but the wrapping paper. But when you think of that and the fact that you haven't purchased mm-hmm. that, I think that speaks volumes. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes, I it's... invested it, but damn it, I saw it and it's just not, <laughs> not practical. volumes, this was a dealerama, you guys. How this yes. got hashed out was something to learn from well, with, uh, and so uh, Mr. They, Wonderful. And they did wind up with a deal, and mm-hmm. you guys will have to follow along with okay. me and yeah, tell me if I've right got this right. So. Kevin initially offered 150000 but for 50%. Now, remember, they had originally said 10%. Uh, they countered at 20 Kevin countered at 40 which, if I can add some commentary, I was amazed that Kevin started countering and started going lower. Right. The guys said they can't do that. They could only go up to 25%, so Kevin went down to suddenly 35%. Mm-hmm. They countered and said they would offer at 15% equity a royalty of five cents per tissue pe- mm-hmm. piece of tissue paper and then a, a royalty of 40 cents 40 per cents bag per yes. until he is paid back. Then um, it turned out to, they went back and forth some more. Kevin was at then 150 for 20%, but with five cents for tissue, 10 cents for the bag. And, uh, he let them changed... off the hook on the bag. It went right down to 10, yeah. 10 cents yes. instead of 40 cents, which and, is... And then they changed the uh, royalty to it would disappear at 450000 <sighs> So what did you think of that? I thought end Kevin deal? got a freaking deal, man. Yeah. Kevin made out on that. Yeah, right. He got 20% equity in it. So a complex deal. And I think mm-hmm. these complex deals are all great learning experiences. Yeah. For He's going to pull $450,000 out of that business. And I'll... I, I'm pretty yeah. certain that he'll be able to pull that amount out. And he's so still going to own how much? 20%? Yes, 20%. Yes. Yeah, no, you're right. Because last year they made 350000 and they said they're on track this year for 550000 yeah. And that's just for tissue and bags. And his money's coming right off the top. Doesn't matter right. whether they're profitable, not profitable. He gets his four hundred and fifty grand. And this yeah. will be great if they can become part of the wonderful platform that we saw yes. in the first segment with Sarah, uh-huh. with uh designed uh, sealed by Santa where you can be part of the wonderful platform and of course it's a shared arena with all of Kevin's companies and you get um, offer a 15% discount to their base so it's a great way to increase your sales dramatically and it's not all of his companies it's his something wonderful platform for wedding based oh okay right thank you so yes and I agree though this fits perfectly because it's a great wedding gift because you can put the couple's faces on tissue it's It's for wedding based products it's wedding specific that's the whole platform is only some, for that. Yeah, because it's something wonderful. It's supposed to all be wedding related. Okay, so he doesn't have other companies that's yeah. part of a something wonderful platform it's that's outside true. of the wedding. Okay, that makes more that sense to me. Be wedding related. Yeah, I yeah. thought every it was just his own little conglomerate of companies mm-hmm. that was anything that's, what that's I Kevin. Yeah, because which, he, he says yeah. there are two times in life that people spend without looking at budget. That's One true. is wedding, and mm-hmm. the second, I think, is babies. 
And now I'm drawing a blank on the second. I think it's babies that he said people spend with abandon. Making so babies or having babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. That and, too. Yeah. and so that's why for his Something Wonderful platform that's all wedding related right. because wedding. people will buy all this custom stuff. And, and you could do this as wedding favors too. Your custom tissue paper at your wedding. They're going to do very well yeah. and it's particularly he's getting, like you said, a lot of money out of this, yeah. Chris. So they're little indentured servants at DigiRat better get cracking. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> That's right. I mean, do you have fantasy stats group in yeah. the chat fantasy with us? So, stats. Hooray, we haven't, we haven't thrown to you yet. But um, he says that he likes the idea of the booth and malls, that he thinks it would be hard to manage because there would be lots of shots with a lot of equipment. And I wonder right. how much those right, printers right. cost. Right. That was something oh, that they hadn't addressed that normally they do. Yeah, so I don't, I, like, I, I wonder about the practicality of that, too. Yeah. The print Although quality looks great. Um, great. But, but I, I would not be in on this investment, mm-hmm. however. Okay, so tank takeaway. Do we have a tank takeaway for this? Do you want to do it? Um, be able to break down de- complex deals on the fly. Yeah. How do you learn to do that? Just be really good at math. Mark Cuban's uh, amazing at math. Do you ever notice that? He always has different solutions and different I guess he's being good at math, but I think it's also just be having the experience of having them yes. in your consciousness. Because until you yes. know what deal structure looks like, it's yeah, like, I have no idea. You know, it's like, so even us watching these shows, it puts more structures in your mind right yeah. so deal I structures yeah. i think it's really really important because um it's broad in my horizon uh-huh. quite a bit i'd like to become better at that i guess maybe pick up an mba textbook or something for learning deal structures we'll start making deals on the show Do- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so but it's fun. but it's also being aware of in the present because mm-hmm. you may have an idea of what you want but it, when there's something better that can come up by talking to somebody so it's really just having a conversation with somebody and knowing what yeah. but in negotiation they say you want to know what's the uh, least you'll take and what's yes. the most that you want yeah. and then you shoot for the most and you take the least and or you, you're willing to go to mm-hmm. the least if you have to and yeah. you so oftentimes can meet somewhere in between or an idea can come up mm-hmm. be come up with that gives everybody an even bigger win which mm. could be good yeah so and i think you're right along those lines when kevin said 50 percent and the way he agreed to go down so quickly I think he never intended or never thought. It wasn't, he he might have thought, like, maybe I'll get it. But he didn't seem like he cared that much that his equity went down. No, right? he was he was willing to negotiate. Yeah. But he, they both negotiated the way one should negotiate, which is to give just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And they say, whenever you make a concession, you should tie a string to it. Well, I'll do that if you do X. But I don't think um, they did that. They, they, he they said did. 50. They said 20. But that's perfect because now they're now they know that they're going to meet somewhere in between. So as soon as he said fifty, they said twenty. You know that if he really wants to be in the game with them, and he's not just yeah. holding a hard line, right. that they're going to end up at thirty-five or thirty. You know, so he ended up getting the a little bit of better a deal than that. I I just yeah. never see him go down. So I I thought that, I was surprised that he went down yeah. so rapidly. That's why they say yeah. if like you're in a bazaar, like if you go to Turkey yeah. and they have the Grand Bazaar, you yeah. go in and if the price is uh, five dollars, they say you offer fifty percent, right? right. Yeah, two fifty, yeah. and then you start from there. Yeah. Um, and then they say, uh, well, I'll give it to you for four dollars, and you say, well, two sixty. Right. I'm just thinking when I was in Egypt I saw this singing camel and I really wanted it and I got it in my head that I wanted to spend the equivalent I don't remember how much it was but it was something crazy the equivalent of like I wanted to spend five dollars and negotiating and my friend is Egyptian and her boyfriend was there and they're like speaking and I don't know what's happening but I really want my camel and then we walk (laughs) away and I'm sad well they did not agree to it and then her boyfriend went back and and said and gave it to me and he was like they went down and then Nancy whispered like no (laughs) you know like, it was the equivalent of like 20 cents that I was right, haggling over, right, right. but I couldn't stop. Yes. <laughs> it, was, yeah. it was like an obsession. I'm not spending 20 
sense. I mean, I think it was yeah. slightly more than 20 cents. I could see you getting like that. I could totally <laughs> see you getting like so that. So it's called <laughs> penny, <laughs> penny Wise and Poundful. It was shredded. Yeah. I love that camel to this day. That is You, really you got funny. a camel. That's a little plush camel. Uh, when you press stuffed. its paw, it sings a okay. song and cute. taps like its head. Candy. It's so yeah. cute. Anyway. <laughs> so, last one up um, before our update about Mark, hand out gloves. So we had Dan, and was it Dan or Don? Because I can't read um, my own It was Don, and he was Don, okay. awesome. Okay, so cool. Don and Jake. We had 150 equity that they wanted. Yeah. They wanted 100 and, wait, okay. They wanted 150000 to put in as equity mm-hmm. and 150000 as a loan Correct. in exchange for 20%. And basically, these are gloves that you can unzip the top mm-hmm. half so that all of your fingers, so your whoops, your four fingers and your thumb are out, as opposed to other gloves that are similar that only give you your fingers. So that was the cool part of the product. Mm-hmm. I know we're really more excited about <laughs> Don than about the product. Yeah, it's true. Right? Uh, Don was cool. I mean, I just pictured when you unzip that, if there's snow, the snow will then fall into your gloves. Oh, probably not. Those guys were hardcore about design. Yeah. Especially if you went to the pro mm. model or something. They had it so... It seemed like these were really well-designed gloves. Yeah, they were good snowboard- I know they were, but it came from snowboarding, and then yeah. there's other applications, so you yeah. know that they totally did not overlook the I just that needed idea. to know that. That part mm-hmm. I didn't feel. I felt like you unzip it, you flip it off. And then the snow gets in. Well, see, I mean, you could, I you could, you could, uh, you could build something into that pretty easily that would cause it to not let the snow get in. But I didn't see that. Um, I mean, I guess you can wipe snow off before you unzip. Yeah, I, I don't, that I, stood out to me. Yeah, it, I didn't. I, I didn't see that as much of a problem. I the uh, I thought the gloves were a great design, but I agree with everybody that said it was a crowded space. Mm-hmm. And to break through in that space would seem to be very, very difficult. But this guy Don was really cool. And and that <laughs> that would be the way to break out right there because we yeah. remember Don. He could be like their spokesperson. I know that sounds really funny, but we remember they're in REI and they have little yes. um, boutique. Uh, they're in about twelve shops and they're online. They're in Amazon and they sell directly, right. so they're not doing too shabby. Um, but but I mean, right. yeah, no, you have a point about that because he's such a cool guy. He does stand out. He's mm-hmm. like, I mean, the sense that I got was that Don is the mentor for this kid. Mm-hmm. The kid oh, had a yeah. cool idea. Don's there oh. just helping him out. That's the sense that I got. He's like, yeah. he's his mentor. And taking him on here to do the show. I mean, the guy's worth $100 million. That's, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. that's not too shabby. So yeah. he, he knows what he's talking about. Launch Bali gyms. Yes. I mean, come on. Yeah, you know, got bought out. Medic, medic from the Korean War right. and yeah. launched Bali gyms. Like, yeah. the dude has been around. for real. I yeah. loved his energy, and it was so neat when Mark Cuban was mentioning his body. Yeah. He was just like, your physique, or like, you're in awesome shape. He's 84, yeah. and he's just like, maybe soon yeah. I'll be able to get into shape like you. He was cool. Yeah, okay. he was a cool dude. He's a, he's a guy that you'd want to have around to be as a mentor. And he's a champion of the kid. He's like, I'll yeah. tell you what I'll do. I'll throw $300,000 really more in the business. Yes. When have you ever seen that from in a pitch? Where the guy doing the pitch says, I'll throw 300 grand into my business and improve the balance sheet. What do you say? And, well, yeah. when most people yeah. don't have that. But, and I have to bring this up, I know it's not specifically about the pitch. Mm-hmm. If the roles had been reversed, Barbara's behavior, if the roles had been reversed, if that were a woman up there making the pitch and a male shark couldn't stop making comments about how you're going to be my next spouse and grabbed their butt, this would not be the same pitch. I mm-hmm. thought it was That's so inappropriate. Yeah. I could not get over it. 
Hmm. That's that. It's very interesting, and you, you're absolutely right. But we see Barbara's a little uh, cheeky uh, with a few of the people that go up there. She uh, has been, but she <laughs> crossed the line when she grabbed his butt. Uh, I Her hear what comments you were inappropriate leading mm-hmm. up to that, right? But then when she grabbed his butt at the end, I thought the guy's it's 84 years first. old. You know, I don't think he minded, but but it's not a question of if he minds. I, I hear you. I hear you. It's not a question. Do you think someone would mind if like Donald Damon Trump did that? Did, <laughs> Or how about, let's just say that the age, there's an age differential, and these people yes. are both from a different time when that was banter, and it was fun, and it was what have you, and it was cocktail. I agree with you, because if the roles were reversed, there would be many people. Totally so it's an, you bring up something really interesting. I think the ages, again, she's way younger. Um, she's not as mature as Don, but there's a, a different, uh, there's a generational differential. But I And there's also an energetic, if she's exists. feeling this kind of guy is going to let me grab his ass. Both exist. He was not. He was not diminished by it. He thought it was funny. He was definitely not diminished, and she thinks it's funny. I don't know. I think if it was, was a red faced yeah. little like cute chick sitting there with some like pervy like dude with more power, going like, "Hey, hey right. baby doll," and she just was like trying to diffuse and get away, and then he kept doubling down. It would be a different enjoy- situation. Exactly. See, there's got to be a little banter. It makes the world go around. I think that he was in a power position in the sense that. He has $100 million. So, right, we're not talking about a 20-year-old who has nothing against a shark who has the power in their hands. So Mm -hmm. that differential. But I did not get the impression that he was remotely interested. No, I don't think so. That he wanted to be part of this. I think he put up with it because he knew Mm -hmm. if he said, knock it off, Barbara. Now, what if you switched the two guys? What if you took the younger guy and she did it to the younger guy? Equally as. Would that be more, I mean, in your eyes, if if, if Barbara Mm -hmm. was like, Hey, you're going to be my next husband, and grabs the young guy's ass. Well, that, that would have been a problem. That probably would have been a problem. There's yeah. a power difference. No, I think equally as bad. Really? I think it's easy but for, for us. But for who? What do you mean for who? For who? Who's I, it bad for? Is it bad for him? Bad for her? Bad for society in general? Bad for Zoe? Who's just, it bad for? I think it's inappropriate. I think that if we are going to, in general, let's say as society, look mm-hmm. at things and say, okay, if you have, let's say, a 70-year-old guy going mm-hmm. after a... Let's see, we're assuming the age difference is maybe 30 years between Barbara, right, and Don. So, uh, so 70, 40, maybe right? Maybe 25 years. Around there. Sorry, Barbara, if I'm wrong, sorry. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm like, oh, I don't want to say yeah, anything. That's inappropriate that you said that. <laughs> you know, I think that we would find it equally as strange. It's no different than when we hear of even large celebrity, large age differences with celebrity romance, where you do a double take and go, hmm, that's interesting, like there's a 20-year difference between right. Harrison Ford and Costa Flockhart. And you go like, hmm. Right. And, and they and both are wealthy. They're both well-known. They both have good careers. And I think it's closer to 25 with them even. But well, the, when mean, it first happened, it's sort of like, hmm. It's, right. Right? But but what does, hmm, does that mean you get arrested? Does that mean you... Yeah, you just, it's just uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. But that's Arrest. a big age difference. It's, it's, but what's right. it your business? It's, it's, it's not about you being comfortable. It's about them being comfortable. But I don't think that he was. And I think and she groped him. Like, that's sexual harassment. That's, it could be. If it bothers, if it's a problem. But it, right now, I only hear that it's a problem for you. I don't know that it was a problem for I them. I think it was I a think problem. She's Do you? Yeah, it's, I think okay, it you was. think you think. I don't was. think he was bantering back with her. Mm. I don't think he was playful back mm. with her. So Every you, time she made a comment, he... Tried to deflect. Tried to back off. She made a comment about being my husband. He responded right. to someone else saying, yes, I was in the Iron Man. I get what, you, I get what you're separate. saying. It's yeah. an interesting topic. So do, do you think that anything should be done about that? 
done, I don't know. I mean, the show's over, and right. you know, maybe they'll wind up married, and she'll be, you know, married yeah. to him next. I just, <laughs> I just noticed that. I thought it was an interesting topic, and right. I thought if the roles had been reversed, would we have felt the same way about the, it? The answer is no, we wouldn't have. I don't. Uh, yeah, if it had been a man, it, it would have. Yeah. And you had mentioned age differences, and that is interesting because sometimes I see that. Um, I think that it's, you know, it should be equal in the sense that sometimes you see a, a gal who is more mature than her partner and she's with a younger guy and that woman could get hammered sometimes, you know, and then they, then there won't be a blink if like, let's just say the yes. guy's 15 years older than yes. the girl, yes. right? So if the guy's like 15 years older than the girl, you don't even blink. But then let, let's just say it's a, a gal that's 15 years older than her boyfriend. Demi Moore. She's a cougar. Segment. And then it's this yes. and then it's that. And th you know what I got to tell you, often these I'm gals... Confused. Okay, so sometimes when there's, let's just yeah. say, Demi Moore was yeah. with Ashton Kutcher, right. both successful people, the differential in the age was only like, what, 12 years? It uh -huh. wasn't even a big deal. But she was called a cougar. Right. She was called a this. Okay. And then when he left her, it's like, yeah, of course he left her and right. got with this hot Mila Kunis. Right. However, if it was different, let's just mm -hmm. say a very basic spread of a guy, let's just say, I think John Stamos is going out with a 20... He's, he's in his 50s. He's going out with like a 30-year-old. I think this is just an example we can use. Will anybody have one word right. to say over that difference? Exactly. No. Right. Exactly. It's, just, it's an interesting point to right. ponder, you know, when it comes to should there be a double... Is there a double standard? The guys have a... a, a they don't have a... The, the lifespan isn't the same. There's all sorts of... I'm serious. <laughs> the lifespan. Like, okay. Shit, if I'm only going to live to 50, I might as well date a 30-year-old. Would you go out with... Would you go out with <laughs> McPherson? You see Elvick Pearson? I was just joking because she, she looks older? so hot. I just have she's a she very now? famous model. Uh, yeah, I know who she is. I, I think I she's in her so. early fifties and she looks just so amazing. I think yeah. she actually looks a little like better Christy now. Brinkley, yeah, yeah, Christy, beautiful. she's in her sixties and it's like holla. She's gorgeous. Yeah, okay. they look great. So it's all okay. changing, and I think it's really interesting that you brought this up. <laughs> yes. The whole cultural it is landscape. Interesting. Yes. So it's all in flux right now. Thank so you. Thank I you. think before we get, so he, they did wind up with a deal with Barbara. We already addressed that. But we don't think that the grab had anything to do with it. Uh, the grab happened though after she had after already the made deal. the deal. Okay. My take takeaway is don't grope people who come in to pitch. Damn it. <laughs> okay, in or out, Constance. Um, I'm trying to just wrap my head around the subject. Okay, so back to these guys. Um, no, I'd be out because I, I got the point about Don is that he's just someone who's a mentor to little, just a new guy, yeah. to little Salt Lake Jake. Right, yeah. Salt Lake Jake. Salt Lake Jake, and uh, so I don't think yeah, crowded space, etc. I'll go with you. I'm out. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm out too. I, I just feel like these gloves are so expensive that mm. it's such a niche market of people who are going to spend this much right. on gloves. Also, before we move on, just very quickly to um, the Mark Cuban update, Fantasy Stats Guru does make a really good point saying that to him, Barbara seems more like almost a substitute shark than a mean shark. So he thinks that she's trying to do things to stir up more interest lately, that she's mm. talking about her past products a lot more and to show that she to give her more of, I guess, a personality on the show. And I think that's a great point, and that's true. Out. We have seen that a lot more this season. Huh. So we'll have to watch for yeah, that in the next two-thirds, I guess. If we knew episodes. that was the way it worked, we'd be grabbing each other more. <laughs> I like that <laughs> on our next episode. So yeah. the Mark Cuban update I thought was really interesting. I did not know any of that about him. Do you want to do a quick recap, Constance? Yeah, that was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, isn't it something that his uh, ancestors had come through Ellis Island? They came from Russia. And I always liked something about Mark Cuban. He has these jet black eyes. And I always sensed that he was Eastern European of some uh, of some flavor um, because that's just a neat characteristic of his. But it talked a lot about how he was a hustler from when he was a little guy. Um, and he 
his parents were very uh, blue collar and they really wanted him, um, his mother wanted him to learn how to do flooring or carpet. Um, they were very invested in their son doing well and being able to provide and, and he had a different uh, element about him from a young age. Yeah, and, but, and then, well, then we had the business part when he comes into the business world where mm -hmm. uh, yeah. he's a, a, a nerdy, techie kind of guy, mm -hmm. which yeah. is fascinating. I yeah. didn't picture him that way. That's not the attitude he has now. Not at oh. all. Not at all. Uh, and he takes his uh, nerdy, techie company that he starts and uh, mm -hmm. sells to Yahoo for, yeah. what, $6.8 I think he got or something like it that? It was a lot. It was a lot. Six, six point something billion. Yeah. And he got to walk. That's a lot of money. I think yeah. it was six point eight. Um, and he walks away with this deal, and, but a 6.8 in, in Yahoo stock. stock. Um, Yahoo, otherwise known as Yahoo. 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 Uh, but then with that, he goes and buys for $285 million, he buys the uh, Mavericks. Yeah. Which had been, there were no deals that large, and for a team that had been losing. Yes. So, Everybody told him he was an idiot, everybody told him yes. he was stupid, but here he is, he's on a sports team. What are you mm -hmm. talking about? Yeah. Look at all this stuff, I mean... That just yeah. shows you, like, I mean, to be able to to orchestrate an exit like he orchestrated in his yeah, cell yes. to Yahoo, mm -hmm. um, how cool is that? And what I, what I what impressed me most is it was such a beeline mm -hmm. to becoming a multi-billionaire. Yeah. It's just like, okay, I'll build this company. It's a tech company. Let's sell the Yahoo. Okay, <laughs> let me go buy a sports team. Okay, it just uh, it didn't seem like, and I'm sure that, it, you know, they say it, takes you 20 years to become an overnight success. Okay. Didn't, you didn't hear about the trials and tribulation along the way, mm -hmm. but it sounded like a pretty straight shot. Yeah. You know? I thought it was fascinating because I didn't know very much about him, and I feel like that's not the image he projects as being, like, nerdy, techie. Right. I feel like he projects more of, like, a playboy and I own the Mavs type mm -hmm. image. So I really respected this update, or I guess I respect him more after the update, and I yeah. think that compared to the only other update we've seen, which was Kevin... I liked this more. I felt like I learned more. Yeah, I thought there was definitely something to be learned. Yeah. So. Right, and his name uh, originally is I cannot pronounce it, but it, it was a Cuban Russian. Cuban skin skin <laughs> yeah, Exactly. So it was shortened. Let's so call him Cuban. Cuban. Yeah, he is an interesting guy. There's a great interview with him uh, with Howard Stern, and it's a, a really interesting interview that I was listening to on Sirius. And I stayed in my car. I had to go to the beauty parlor, but I sat in there because I wanted just to hear you know every, any few minutes more. So he is a engaging guy and he's very open about who he is too that's cool you give so, the, yeah. he's you know obviously Howard Stern asks all manner of questions <laughs> Stern. he goes Absolutely. there with them so uh -huh. yeah. well very interesting and thank you for joining us on our Shark Tank after show I can't believe this is it until the new year so um, I am Zoe Hewitt you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe said what you can also find us and find me on YouTube um, at Zoe Hewitt hosting where I do a weekly movie analysis show she analyzes movies. I do. Yes. I'm Chris Howard. You can reach me at Chris Howard Live on Twitter and Instagram. Also go to Legendary Living Daily mm -hmm. right now and sign up for that. And you can get daily uh, inspiration, motivation, entrepreneurial tips, and all sorts of fun stuff. LegendaryLivingDaily.com. Yes, and I am Constance Dunn, just at Constance Dunn, Twitter or Instagram. You can follow me there and see what happenings I am up to. Sounds great. Thank you. Have a great new year ahead, everyone. Have great holidays. We will... See you in 2017. Bye-bye. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the AfterBuzz TV staff, to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.